タタラタタラララトントントンちちゃー Welcome back! Yeah! Hey! Been a、uh, don't know, two weeks. Yeah, and this is Brenton. Chris! We talk. We do talk. And、uh, this is a good one again. Ah,、oh, I've been excited. We have to take some time off. We were filming last week. Yeah. Compiling footage for an upcoming project. <laughs> That's a great, great word to describe. Brent and Chris、funny. Enterprises here, and、yeah. we have new things on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. The podcast is last year. We're still doing it, of course, but, you know, we、yeah. wanted to. Just add to our very busy lives. Well, as I say, we can't keep things simple, otherwise, that would be boring. Right. They say, yeah,、uh, what is it? I can't remember who said it.、Uh, you only get one life, but if you live it right, that's enough. Google it. You'll probably find who said it. Hey, that makes sense. Oh, so things we need to focus. I'm going to say this on air. Yep. So people can comment and say if we did it well or not. Okay. We're going to have to talk at a consistent volume. Yes. And we have to probably try and talk towards the mic a little、yes. bit too. <clears throat> yes. And、uh, yes. we're going to try not to bang on the table. Correct. So if you're listening to SoundCloud. I'm clenching my hands together so I don't、here. bang on the table. I know, my hands are definitely、nice、in my lap. Yep, I'm ready. Yes.、Uh, so how was your week? Weeks? <sighs> the weeks fly Honestly, by. I can barely remember this week, so two weeks seems like a stretch for me. I, yeah. <laughs> I have to open this dink soda, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry on SoundCloud. Yeah,、folks. whatever, dude. Oh, I should have done the game. Okay. Sorry. I think he owes you all one for that. Anyways. Weeks were good. I mean, fast,、mm-hmm. as always, you know, just kind of blow by. But I think that with all the,、uh, what do you want to say, the clandestine projects we're working on now that we want to reveal so desperately. And we're going to talk a bit about this, but not reveal too much because we still want to keep you, you know, on the edge of your seats waiting to know what we've been up to. Yes.、Uh, so, yeah, just that whole thing's been like in the back of my mind every second of every day. And. Kids and、mm-hmm. hanging out with you know, the wife and doing work, and here we are. Things and we were, it was funny, like up till I got here,、uh, texting and you know, think life keeps coming up. And we're just like, when are we going to do it today, tomorrow? I know, Sunday. I made, I made the Facebook post, and I was like, I don't know if I should have done that. I know. Well, I read it, and I'm like, shit, I need to call him, yeah, <laughs> and just make sure we're you know, we get everything figured out. And so at the end of the day. It was just meant to be. Had to happen. Had to happen. We're so, here. Worked out. Yeah. We'll document a, a live too late on Facebook for anyone to watch. But yeah. Hey, it's all good. We'll do it.、Uh, you? Your weeks? Good.、Uh, two weeks. Let's see. So、uh, we had a big scare with Harry.、Mm. Uh, we were in the hospital, found out he has、uh, juvenile ketotic hypoglycemia. And basically, what we got from this is he doesn't have enough fat on him.、Uh, and if he was just recovering from a stomach bug, so that probably didn't help anything either. And after a night of long night of sleeping, fasting, he、uh, was starting to break down protein for energy.、Hmm. So when we woke up, his temperature was 93 degrees, blood sugars were in the low 40s. Take him to the Emergency room, spent the night there. Things are good. We have to check blood sugars now in the morning, and doctors said to fatten them up. But out of、um, a litany of very, very scary things, this is、uh, the most,、uh, I 
steal things. Could be worse. Could be worse. Thankfully, it could uh, be a yeah, lot worse. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're very thankful. We were at um, the Children's Hospital, and those people are amazing. So we spent a night there on the ICU. You know? You know, can I go ahead and be that guy that says they are amazing? <laughs> Everyone there is amazing, and I need to buy them donuts or coffee or something because they made it uh, way less scary than it could have been. They were just uh, really interactive with my kid, and he made him feel good. It's the most uncomfortable couch, though, oh, yeah. for the dads sure. to sleep on. Chell slept with him. <laughs> I'm trying to sleep on this couch. And they give you these blankets, and I'm like, ah, okay, I'll use the blankets as a pillow. Yeah. No. Somehow they don't hold any air. It's like a mystery to me. Huh. You fold them together, and they compress instantaneously into some sedimentary rock. <laughs> it's probably uncomfortable at that point that if it's No, it's around. bad. I, it was bad. So, like, and I was, wow. and they were coming and checking Harry every three hours, you He's beeping, the machines are beeping, it's yeah. not comfortable, so I'm not really sleeping. And I hung out until 6.30, by which point uh, every other like child there was waking up and like... Yeah, like you said, scared. Scared, crying, and stuff like that, and I'm still used to having a baby, so like... Definitely cannot, yeah. cannot tune that out yeah. at all, like, and uh, so I waited until Chelsea got up, and I'm like, I'm gonna go... Get sleep. Some sleep, and I woke up to them saying, "Hey, we get to come home." Which is so awesome. it was, yeah, it's good, it's good. So we're doing a carnation to breakfast uh, at nighttime, poor bed, and that seems to help. And checking his blood sugars every day in the morning, he's getting used to that, which is amazing for a three-year-old. He sticks his finger out, picks different fingers, and he's mm. got it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's better than me. <laughs> I know, I know. Seeing him with an IV, it was it was a lot. It was all a lot for any parent. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, we should do a whole show on this, but at the same time, we've done so many on them, let's just do it now. Impeachment wrap-up. Oh, yeah. It's got to come to an end. It, it has come to an end. It has come to an end. Acquittal. Not exoneration. Acquittal. Yeah. So, uh, biggest issues I take with it is there were no witnesses. Yeah. You know, and 75% of America wanted witnesses, which, here's the funny thing. Um, anytime the Democrats put any stock in a Republican to save the day, to come through, like uh, with Mueller, uh, or uh, well, anybody else. Bolton. Bolton. But that, that's the thing. They thought Bolton was going to come and be their savior. Mm -hmm. And I, I think Bolton was going to be a dud. I think he may have said... You know, something as damaging as maybe Sondland did or, or something. But I don't think he would have come through as the smoking gun we needed him to be. Probably not. And the Republicans took the bait on that. And I don't understand I don't understand that. So they, they went against 75% of the country and said no witnesses. And then a few days later they acquitted him of both uh, uh, counts of, of uh, articles of impeachment. Yep. Sorry. Yep. And then... Um, Except for one Republican. Yeah, Mitt. Mitt. I was surprised. I thought it was a wonderful speech he did. I'm not, yeah, I, I listened to it, too. Yeah, I'm not much of a man of faith these days. You know, I, pr I appreciate religion and, and, oh, and the good it does. I also see the bad it does and the hypocrisy that 
gets intermingled sure. <laughs> with the... It's complicated. It's complicated. And so I... Uh, when he gave his speech about how his oath before God uh, required him to uh, take the vote seriously, mm -hmm. I, I just... That's what I... When I think of a Christian and Christian values, that's what I thought of. And I get he's a Mormon, but all the same, I think a lot of people that resonated with people. Yeah. I, mean, I agree. It's just a statement about wanting to uphold his word, you know? Yeah. And based on what he believed was right. And I think that if you can't do that, then what can you do? I sure as heck don't want you in the Senate. So He knew what it would cost him, too. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, ultimately, what it will cost him. But uh, he certainly... Trump's not a forgetful kind of guy when oh, it comes no. to vendettas. Which I think is interesting. Like They've wasted no time in firing people that testified. Like, yes. Honestly, how can you not make... That's one issue I have. That was the last point mentioned. I had. It's like they're actually already firing people and removing them from their their positions. Like recalling Sondland. I think Vindeman got fired today. Yep. Uh, I'm sure there'll be others. Oh, um... Oh, crap. I can't remember her name. The ambassador. She retired. Yeah. Because they brought her back and we're going to put her anywhere else. I can't Yvonovich. remember her name. Yeah. Um, Marie Yovanovitch. And that's just crazy. Like, you know, I think that that Vindeman guy's probably got lawyers and that Sondland guy's probably got him, but who knows if he'll make a stink about it. But I mean, I he's think in it's the interesting. Army, so do they, I mean, they fire him, but what? They just move him to a new post? Yeah, I think it's a new post, but I think that there's a statement there, too, to be made about retaliation for just testifying altogether but i don't know I maybe know. he did do something that we don't know about in terms of like maybe he was ordered to not testify and he defied the order i don't know you know and there could be something there that we just don't understand that's a good point that's good and more i'm sure more will come out i'm sure more will come by the time we put this out two yeah. days from now yeah because time is it's a warp it's a warp nowadays everything just keeps happening yeah so yeah i mean that's really those are the two things that bother me the, the no witnesses at all Mm -hmm. the, I mean, that's what I said. I posted about it. I couldn't help it. It's just, it's as simple as, if he truly was just innocent and it was perfect, the people that were closest to him would just testify, prove that it was. There's nothing wrong with it, and then he'd be. He there would be no impeachment trial, right? But then, why wouldn't they do that? Because he's guilty. Like he. And he had to have done something for them to not want anything, anything to come out. And I've gotten into this with people on Facebook that claim, well, the Republicans didn't get to call any witnesses. Look at the witness list. They wanted, and and tell me how it all exonerates Trump and just didn't further smear the Bidens, which is what Trump did in the first place. That got impeached. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and I think that there's something. To be said about I showed you those articles about how they're already still going after that. You did send me that. Um, I believe it's requests from uh, I can't remember whom is requesting it. Oh, uh, senators Grassley and some of the guys in the committees in the Senate, the Republicans, going after the Bidens. Yeah, stuff. and they're requesting uh, secure financial uh, filings, which I mean is that I believe is they're right, but I, what I find so hypocritical about it is it's almost like the White House expedited those requests and then on the flip side completely stonewalled any requests to prove their own innocence. Yeah. So that's just it. You know, the the, I mean, call it what you will, it's a double standard. Yeah. So 
what other conclusion should you make unless you're unless it's you know your team and you just want to win right and then everyone seems to be behind that that's supporting trump then you're fine with it right but all the rest of us are left thinking to ourselves this is crazy you're setting a terrible precedent like when the shoes on the other foot and this kind of crap happens you know it like we were talking the other day about how crazy people can get and i just it scares the heck out of me to think that things might flip a 180 at some point you know and be the other way around and that's even more it just opens up the door for one-upping and then trying to get one back at each other and we've already got a standard now where people uh, in Congress now feel that they can decide what president gets to, to decide what decisions are made along consequence like Supreme Court justices even getting hearings and things like that you know I'm gonna stick on that one forever like that was the beginning of the end to me when McConnell said Merrick Garland gets no hearings you you make a really good segue Sorry. into our tangent. No, no, it's good. It it makes for a really good segue because um, we've been watching Edward Snowden videos. Yeah, and and it gets us to our uh, main topic tonight, talking yep. about. Well, we you said in our Facebook post how your phone's spying on you, but that's just one thing that's spying on you. That I'll stick mainly to that tonight. Yeah, we're spy. We're being spied on right now. Correct. My phone's in my pocket, your phone's in your pocket. And we're going to tell you what that says about you in just a moment. Um, but one of the things Edward Snowden talks about is turnkey tyranny. Mm. Saying that just because you're okay with your party doing it, and you have to be aware if it sets precedent for the next party to do it, that they may not be your party. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sorry it's an obvious statement, but sure. uh, in, in America... Every eight years, we have a chance for a complete change yep. of, of regime, mm -hmm. a forced, I mean, but when you change party, that's more what I'm talking about. Yep. And we need to be comfortable with giving the other side the power. Correct. That and have faith they're going to do things in good faith. In good faith. Yeah. Right. Um, There's give and take in politics. If you smother the other side, you just create an insurgency. Yeah. Right? And revolt. Yeah. That's all you do is create, like, strident enemies. And some of the books I've read that I've found that one of the points that was made um, was that uh, you're much better off if you're going to make an enemy having to having gained something for it. Sure. And if you don't gain anything for it, you'll have made an enemy for nothing. And you just lose. That's wonderful. You know, and I think that that's what's happening. Yeah. So we're very close friends. Yep. Family. Yep. Been friends for over half our lives. Um, would you feel comfortable with me knowing everywhere you were at every moment? <laughs> you know, honestly. I would probably worry about you and like my wife the least in the world. Sure, I understand. So I think I wouldn't have a problem with like my immediate family knowing my whereabouts at any given second. Now, what if I could turn on the camera in your phone at any time? Yeah, I wouldn't really want that. Or if I could turn on your microphone. I don't know if you'd want that. Like, what if I was taking a wicked dump? Fair. You're like, hey, oh, this is the hey, wrong time oh. to tune in. Red TV's turning off. <laughs> Yeah. No. What about your microphones, though? Yeah. And I could record your conversations or your browser history. Mm -hmm. If I knew everything 
it, it, the thing I'm getting at here is in this modern day and age, they used to say like a man's uh, a man's home is his castle. Yep. And now that that's our cell phone. Your home is a holding you. It's a castle. It's holding you captive. <laughs> that's right. But but we put more information on our cell phones. Yep. Than than we have probably in our homes. Everything. Right. E yeah. You know, passwords, uh, emails, text messages, banking, banking, mortgage, maybe all your retirement your... stuff. Right. I mean, it's it's all there. Social Security. So I'm gonna take us back in time. We're gonna do a bit of a time warp here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, yeah. you we know, we get to 85 miles an hour, but you get the point. We're in the 70s. Yep. And uh, groovy. Groovy. <laughs> And uh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, far out. Man. I was gonna play the character, but the character is a bad guy, and I just played it out in my head, and why I need to not do that. Yeah, don't so do that. no, we're not going to. There's a pervert. <laughs> That's the sense we'll use, <laughs> and he is, <laughs> he is calling a lady. All okay. right, ring, 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 <laughs> and he's just doing the pervert thing, breathing into the phone inappropriate whatever okay and the lady notices this pattern that after this happens a car will slowly drive by her house so she gets the license plate of this car and she calls the police and says this is happening and I have this license plate so they run the license plate and they get an address so they find the phone number to that address, call the phone company, and ask them if they can have the pen register, otherwise known as the dialed number recorder, okay. to find out if this is the number that's calling this house. And the phone company gives it over to them. It's their guy. Guy's arrested. So the guy's lawyer argues that the court or that the the law enforcement never actually got a subpoena to get that information. They asked for it, and it, and that goes against his Fourth Amendment right to avoid uh, inappropriate oh, right to have privacy. Excuse okay. me. So, <clears throat> this takes us all the way up to the Supreme Court in the case of Smith versus Maryland. Um, in 1979, so the Supreme Court of the United States held that the installation and use of a pen register or dialed number recorder, and now, uh, now it is held that also this includes any device or program that performs similar functions to uh, the pen register, which they now lump in programs monitoring your internet communications on your phone and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. yep. um, they claimed that you don't own that. That's not your information. That that is actually the phone company's or the internet company's information. And that, uh, therefore, you have no... Right to it. Right to it. Mm -hmm. And they use the Freedom of Information to get that information. And, I mean, they didn't have to back then. Yeah. It wasn't around. Just did it. But the phone companies gave it over to them because they wanted to help, yep. you know? And um, so this is a 1979 case that has was never, ever intended to encompass cell phones or the Internet. It was, it couldn't... Computers, all of it. Yes, it couldn't have possibly, possibly been envisioned this. So, uh... Uh, what is it? Uh, Thurgood Marshall. Oh, yeah. Yep. He's a good dude. old Thurgood. We talked about him. He wrote the second uh, dissent opinion, and in that it says. 
The privacy of placing calls is of value not only to those engaged in criminal activity. Yeah. You agree? You wouldn't want just anybody and everybody to know who you're Correct. The principle to. is like I deserve I have a right to some privacy. Right. And and I stand by that too. I, I don't can't. have a right to break the law, but I have a right to privacy. Right. Absolutely. And I bet he would his head would explode <laughs> if he if if he saw the way it was twisted and used today to lump in our cell phone data and yeah. our internet data and stuff like that. Um so Let's talk about phones, because that yeah. was our... Yeah, yeah. That's what spurred it all. Spurred it all. Uh, do you know what the IMEI is? I've heard that term, but please remind me. It's the International Mobile Equipment Identity. Yep, that's for the the handset itself. For the handset itself, right? Yep. And you cannot change that. You cannot change that. Mm -hmm. You can change your SIM card, but don't worry, because for that, there's the IMSI, right. which is your international mobile subscriber identity. Yes, that's you who own the number. That is you who owns the number, and that fault that that SIM card in that phone is unique. It is assigned to you. It's becomes part of your identity in some some ways. Mm -hmm. So now we all know cell towers, right? Yep. And your phone, even when, like now, it is now just sitting in your pocket, it is it is looking for cell towers. And it's saying, yeah. I'm here. Yep. I'm here. Even with your location services off. Right. It's pinging you. Because what if someone <laughs> wants to call Brent? Well yep. that that cell tower would know I have Brent's number right here in my yeah. Vicinity. How else is it gonna reach you if it doesn't know where you're at? Right, and so and so now when Brent drives back home tonight in in a neighboring town, he's going to be tracked from different tower to tower. From different tower to tower, they yep. will literally be able to know where he's at for yep. how long he is there. Yep, and that's kind of information that you couldn't get before cell phones without having to maybe pay a private investigator or sure. actually be followed. Someone to compile it. Somebody to compile that. Yep. It, it wasn't something that um, it wasn't something that you could just get on everybody that has a cell phone mm -hmm. um, at one time. And I love Edward Snowden used this term. Um, it was operational security. Um, you had to actually do something like there was an operation involved and now it just all becomes so simple yeah. so we have the cell towers tracking you they're yep. tracking your phone yep. okay definitely now all that data about where you go it's stored because we now live in a world where records collected about us don't belong to us based off this 1979 yep. SCOTUS, yeah SCOTUS ruling so our data is a commodity. Correct. It's traded and sold. Companies collect it, and then they sell it largely to each other, and uh, there's data warehousing companies. There's like over 400 of them that I heard about on NPR the other day. Jeez. Yeah, and they all, that's their thing, and some of them are specialized, others are more just gather everything, anything and everything. Um, and it's so interesting, all this information is coming together, different articles, and it's all like related to one another with like the data companies the company's getting it and then selling the data. That was one thing I heard about through an article. I heard on the radio through a, an interview and some other things. There was some reporting they had. Um, and then the cell phone article, I think Courtney mentioned it to me a while back, but I just 
Popular Mechanics, no, sorry, Forbes, popped up and I read the article they put out there, which is just a simple thing about how basically your phone, uh, it's always listening, right? In terms of like when you, especially apps, because uh, your microphone's active, right? Right. Um, but apps in particular, when you download them, they default to turn on their microphone setting to where it, it, it can listen to you. And in that fine print, basically, it's not just so it can pick up whatever, um, uh, like, when you say, hey, I'm not going to yeah. say it because right. I don't want my phone to light up. But you know what I mean? When you say, hey, yeah. to your iPhone and you want it to do something, it's not just that listening. Because it is active listening for that, by the way. Right. But your apps themselves, there's triggers. And this... Um, that's actually one of the things that, that made me want to go do this. Uh, I read more about it was Courtney and I were talking about our special Brent and Chris, yeah, Chris and Brent, whichever way you want to do it. Enterprises, yeah. we just keep switching every other horse. Yeah, we're going to keep you confused. So you'll never know <laughs> which is coming. Um, our little special enterprise, and she said the very next day her phone was putting ads out, and I'm like, "What are you talking about?" Because she never for started, the for the for, for that we're interested yep, in. Yep, interesting. Yeah. And so it was doing that to her, and she said, I don't get this. Like, I never searched for this stuff, and I wasn't searching for it on her phone at all, right? And so it was doing that to her, and we looked on her thing, because you can go on your phone settings, and actually, I would recommend this. You could turn off, and it's not going to solve all your problems, by the way. Right. But you can turn off the app's ability to listen in on you. Interesting. And so you have that problem, right? So it's literally spying on you. And what causes that, I read is these uh the term is triggers and so like there's thousands of trigger words you can say like baseball like uh purchase a car like a phrase even these words i want to buy something hmm. like these are trigger words um music lessons like all these words well, it's going to trigger your phone and your phone will literally help you out and suggest yeah. different things for you to buy or be interested in it's just crazy and now Brent brings a good word into this help help you out I like a lot of the things that this happens on I, I, I do like the ads that are suggestions targeted yeah sure. I do it has but, to learn from you to do that that's for sure but the primary threat against our security right now is this bulk collection of data mm -hmm. and um, you can't talk about bulk collection of data without talking about PRISM and FISA yep and PRISM was like the code name for collecting this bulk data that... Is it the NSA? Yeah, that the, uh, yeah, that the NSA would then get from Google and our other internet companies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, FISA is when we... Another thing that Snowden turned over was... Or uh, outed, I guess you could say, was the FISA program, mm -hmm. which was how the government was going about spying yep. on, on Americans. <coughs> it's a big deal for uh, Trump. Yes, yes, right, exactly. Trump supporters will understand this. Um, so the, the FISA words were interesting. And again, this is still going on. The bulk collection is still going on. Yep. Um, the big issue that you're talking about, too, is like most of us, we don't know what our phones are doing. No. And the Internet companies and app companies and everything have done a very good job of 
uh, of giving us a licensing agreements that none of us read. We just click accept on because we just want to get on Facebook it's or a, we just want to get. It's a burden with legal ease. Yes. To to go through, even if you did go through it, a lot of it's so complicated you really want to understand what their actually their point is. Uh, to quote uh, Snowden from I think his Rogan interview, he said. If there was a button you could push on your phone that said, don't spy on me, you would press it. Yep. You know, pretty simple. And, like, the other thing he brought up is we need to control what what servers our phones are interacting with. Like, if I want to get on Facebook just to view someone's photos or just to have the news feed, mm -hmm. I should be able to have just my information go to that. I should have the ability to say, I don't want this to go into the ads. Sure. I don't want this for, sure. for that. Yeah. And that means we might have to pay for Facebook. I mean, honestly, in order to protect something, I think there's... that's And that's part of what you were talking about. They own the data. That's what we're paying them with is the data. And we I do, couldn't find app, that. We get I, the app for free, so they basically yeah. get the data to mine and learn about us and sell. And you Google it. It's an interesting fact. I'll, I'll find it and put it I in mean, our Brent and Chris talk. But they've estimated how much it would actually cost, our data actually cost. It's a low number. It's a number that we could probably afford and have a lot well, more. For each individual to pay for it. Yeah, right. definitely. Right. And even like Facebook had that deal where that, um, I can't remember, surveying company or something. They're the ones who had the data leak last year. Um, it was about politics, uh, politics, and how it influenced the election. Something analytic, Analytica. Oh yeah, Analytica. It was. Uh, uh, no, I know what you're talking about now. Uh, I know. It's out there. Uh, yeah. I'm grasping at it. Hopefully, some of you folks listening are like, <laughs> "Oh man, it's this!" You're screaming at your phone, and you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But anyways. So that's that's just what I'm getting at, though. We're not paying for the data. Facebook owns it, so we get the free app to access to all this stuff and social media. They get all our data, and then they give it to that darn company that ends in Analytica. Yeah. Cambridge. Yes. Cambridge Analytica. Yes. Yes. Go you, man. <laughs> so, yeah. It takes a little bit. So it's those things. It's in the mind palace. I know. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's amazing how that they've commoditized the the data aspect, and right. it's not just like sorry to segue too much here, but oh. it's not just um, the government and like Facebook, like social media. I was reading about how car companies are doing the same thing. You tell me yeah. about that. So it's everything from how uh, when you get in your your car and you take your phone and you plug it into the uh, so to the uh, console, so it like gets your music, or if you want to like. Uh, I don't know, have it do something else. Like, I think you can access apps through... My my truck is not that new, so I don't have these features. But no, basically, when you, when you plug your phone into your car, it immediately downloads all your personal data. Oh, like the Apple uh, iPlay or... Uh, I can't remember what it's yeah, called. Yeah, whatever that Play. sync is, it literally will download into a hard drive on the car. If your car is older, it'll just keep it on the car. But it downloads all that. They know that because some people went to a rental car place, got a car, took it, and they 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 hacked into that computer. They plugged their stuff in, hacked into the computer, and it knew the hardware store the guy stopped at on the way there to get some tape. And then it he looked at other people who had rented the car and had like their people's pictures from their their contacts with their phone numbers and when they called them how often and like the tri the trips they went on and that was stored on the computer in the car and then the other thing is all these new cars that have access to the internet even if you don't pay for it they're constantly accessing 
the internet and talking to the manufacturer because they want to just update, right? But there's it's tracking everywhere you go the same way your phone is. Huh. It knows where you're going. It knows how fast you're going. It knows if you brake hard. It knows if you steer. How many G-forces you're putting the car under. If you accelerate too fast. All this crap that the insurance companies that would love to have a hold of to try to screw you out of more money. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but... And, and this is a two-fold problem because businesses want this data because it's profitable. Government wants this data because they claim it can help prevent terrorist attacks. Yeah. We'll get to that part, though. And the auto manufacturers have so much that they don't even know what to do with it. That's the biggest problem. Most of these companies are collecting data. They have no idea what to do with it. They just want the data. Yeah. Um, it's going to be useful for something. One, I, I'm going to circle yeah. around a few yep. things. One Good. thing on the phone, the scariest thing about your phone is you can't tell if it's been if it's being hacked or if it's been hacked. Oh, right. Yeah, it's just yeah. going to act normal. Yeah, and in that Edward Snowden video on Vice he did, he was doing a Shane Smith's phone, and he took out the camera off the phone. He took out all the microphones on it, and um, so he's like, well, how do I talk with it? He's like, well, you need earbuds with the microphones but other than that you took all everything out of his phone <laughs> and like it had i think three or four microphones in it, it was wow like a listening array which makes sense for stereo recordings and stuff but yeah wow good interviews and they'll all be in the links below so if you want to check them out we'll post all that yep so uh i'm gonna talk about every uh every republican's uh calendar girl diane feinstein oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Feinstein called out the CIA for spying on on the committee that was um, set to oversee the CIA. They were actually overseeing the CIA uh, in their... <laughs> How funny is that? The torture stuff, right? Yeah. And so while the while the committee is researching it, they, they noticed that, this, that files they were, you know, reviewing were... Pulled. Like, one day they're there, next day they're not there. And so, Diane Weinstein called them out, and eventually she was proved right when leaked letter from the CIA showed an apology from the head of the CIA for, for stealing the files. Utter embarrassment. Oh, it, it, it wasn't linked to it. It was through the Freedom of Information Act. They got this email. was never meant to, never meant to be released. <laughs> you know? But Diane Feinstein was right. The CIA, uh -oh. who who needs to be overseen. God, we're going to get hacked. We're going to get hacked. We're going to get spied. Well, you, you just mentioned like 50 trigger words. Like, I, I know. I know. So, uh, so Diane... Diane's committee was literally tasked with overseeing the CIA and if they were torturing people and, and what that meant. And they weren't able to do it because they were being prevented by the CIA. I mean, there's just so many problems with all of this. After 9-11, um, the VP conspired with top officials at the NSA to change the culture of surveillance in this camera, or in this uh, country, excuse mm. me. And... Um, and it and it really led to some kind of frightening developments. And one of them is the MC Catcher, IMSI, which is your SIM card. Yeah. It was a IMSI Catcher. And what it does is it basically tricks your phone into thinking that it is a cell tower. And your cell tower, uh, it'll then ping your data 
off of it, off this thing. They're notorious for popping up in places like airports. They're small, they're portable, you can fit them in a briefcase, you could park in a parking lot, and you could just catch everyone's information. Really? Some of them can be used to collect your text messages, they can collect your phone calls, they are pretty affordable. There's actually websites um, you can go to of companies that will sell them to you, which just seems utterly terrifying. They're called Finn Fisher, and they sell these to governments at like arms markets. So governments can maintain control over their people. And, um... What? It gets worse, This is some freaking crazy stuff. It gets worse. They were very, very much kept under wraps in our country. They were not meant to be known. And what that means is it was not meant to be known that the police departments are using them. That came out, um that the police for using them in a, I can't see the website, I think it was New York Times, it's in the links below people. Jeez. 2008 to 2016, over 1,000 uses of the MC catchers were used by the New York Police Department, averaging over 200 times uh, a month, or I'm sorry, 200 times a year. These uh, also can be called stingrays, and they can also be called cell site simulators. And again, some can be used to gather not just location data, but can actually can eavesdrop on calls. Some cost upwards of $500,000, but that's like anything government spending. I'm sure you can buy a screwdriver for $25,000. So they probably wrote down there like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need a new toolbox. $500,000. Right, exactly. <laughs> they I, wouldn't I, want this thing. Right. So, uh, the, now, what, now, if you're not understanding what, why these are, are good, imagine you're looking for a known suspect, and you need to find out if he's home. Police drive over with the Stingray, and they turn it on. They're able to catch everybody's phone number in that area and find out if their guy's home. Sure. Think about missing persons. Someone's abducted or kidnapped. They could drive around, and if their cell phone's on, I read a report that said it was off, but uh, I couldn't find that backed up anywhere else. That's a one-site thing that said even if their phone was off, they could still ping their phone to get the location data. Because hmm. so, I don't know what Snowden said about the phones is like it needs power. To it do has that. to have juice. Yeah. So yeah, I almost wonder like if he, it's but, residual power to make it work. But what he said is they could. There's next level stuff. He called them like voodoo hacks, where they can make your phone appear to be off. Yeah. Because you can't get your battery out anymore. Most phones. You're Most right. phones. Yeah, there are some new ones. So um, that's scary, right? Now there, <laughs> that's scary. And now in 2011, uh, 11, their uh, police have to get a warrant, uh, but it was kept a secret. For a really long time. Like, it was being used all the way back in 2008. Um, scary side project. There was this uh, army project called Shenanigans. Which is great. And they thought, you know what we could do? Well, let's put it on an airplane. So that's what they did in Yemen. They stuck a stingray or a, a cell site stimulator, MZ, whatever. Uh, on an airplane, they'd fly it over, and they were able to monitor where the terrorists were. Dude, 
Guess so that means it has some crazy range. Oh, guess what? Hmm. Only took six months for it to be used domestically in America. Most of the time when they used it, they were flying actually over protesters instead of other people. Again, links are below people. Like, uh, this is all verified and from way better journalists than us. Yeah. Yeah, these aren't, these aren't like, out there stories. So, um, September 3rd, 2015, the Justice Department announced a enhanced policy for use of cell site simulators. Basically, data of other people's phones collected must be deleted daily, and the uh, search warrant uh, must be issued for probable cause. Hmm. And they're also only allowed to be used for uh, location and not the... Full data transfer and all that. Yeah, but, like, you know, they'll never abuse it, right? Just saying. Hmm. That one's a conspiracy. <laughs> uh, so after Snowden, all, all this came out, and uh, Obama was kind of in a sticky spot, so he had two independent reviews come in. The first one is the liberty and security in a changing world. The second one was the privacy and civil liberty over state board. Okay. They came up with uh, pretty much a 42-point plan of policies that needed to be removed, changed, Whatever. So like a government operation and a half. A 42-point plan. 42 things that needed to be repealed or changed. Jeez. That were not good. Jeez. Since then, three of them have been adopted. I'm surprised that those three haven't been reversed under the current administration. I know, and I, I need to look that up, too. Right now, that, probably like a 5,000-point plan. I know, dude. I know. <laughs> and, um... So, one of the other things I just have to throw out there... The other thing that they found was since 2001, after 9-11 and this bulk, bulk collection began, bulk collection has stopped zero terrorist attacks. Doesn't even work. Because Snowden quote here, man, I can't remember where it is. I bet you I know what you're going to say, but say it. Which one? Is it the, it's the net one. No, no, I don't think I've heard it, but I think I know what you're going to say about these terrorists. When you cast a net too wide... When you collect everything, you understand nothing. Yep. Great quote from Snowden. That was in the Vice interview. That's funny. I kind of thought, too, that, yeah, the terrorists are using all this stuff, but those guys are using lower technology. They probably know all this stuff, too. They're probably avoiding it. I mean, that's Crazy. the thing. That's what Snowden said, too, though. He's like, look, I live in a world because I'm highly tracked where I use Faraday cages and take my phone apart and do stuff like that. But the truth of the matter is, you don't want to be battling the government NSA. You don't want to oh, be battling yeah. it. Like, you are not going to win. If they have money, if they have resources to put on something, they will get to you. They will find you. Mm -hmm. Phones just make it way easier nowadays. Yeah, it's and, crazy. So, another thing I was going to mention... Uh, another device that's spying on you not only you know like your home device uh home assistants like alexa and right. google assistant and whatever the heck else eavesdropping yeah those do for sure and amazon got called out on it because people were like able to access other people's homes and like listen, yeah. yeah just kind of like the uh what was that brand of uh camera that got hacked Oh, the, um... You know what I'm talking about. It wasn't Nest. It was no. somebody else. Yeah, it was, uh... But it was, like, the... 
turn on it turn on a, guy, a camera in a person's in a bedroom. girl's room yeah i would freak out no doubt um so not only those owl i don't know but your tv yeah i've heard that one too. samsung tv so i was listening to a joe rogan with this mike baker i think is his name the yeah. former cia guy love right. listening to that guy yeah interesting stuff check it out um but he's like yeah just look along the frame of your tvs and you'll see a camera there and a lot of them have mics too so i have a pretty new samsung tv in my front room i took a look in the dark with a flashlight because i knew that i could then see through the, the clear mm -hmm. i have not yet i didn't get up on a ladder so i don't know if i saw the top part very well does your wife know what you're doing <laughs> I don't think she was home at the time. If you're listening to this, honey, I was not doing anything bad. <laughs> the neighbors are probably like, Honey, what'd you lose? The neighbors are probably like, I knew he was crazy. <laughs> I knew he was crazy. I'm um, sorry. So, I didn't see anything, but yeah. I fully believe that guy's story about it. I looked at all my well, TVs. Most was, of them are old. That, wasn't that 2015, though? I don't know. It was. A, I thought it was a few years ago that came back. I, I think once they get caught, they change and they move. I don't know, man. I don't. I didn't take my TV apart. Tune in next week. So yeah. <laughs> Did you hear a noise? <laughs> oh man. Uh, last guy I was gonna talk about. Yeah, I'm here. Uh, last guy I was gonna talk about is Senator Ron Wyden from Oregon. In, oh. Yeah. In the, in a committee public uh, hearing, yep. he asked Jay Clapper, "Do you surveil American people?" And Clapper flat out lied. And I, I just here's the thing: what is your privacy worth? I, I I get the fear is if if they don't collect the bulk data, and the terrorist attack happens, they're gonna nail whoever is in office to the wall. Sure. Because they're gonna say you could have done that, you could have done more to stop it, but it's never stopped anything. I think that your the keys, like you said, the word bulk data collection. I don't think it should be illegal to collect data at all, like period. But I think that it should, if it would, if and when it does happen, it should be targeted and it should have to go through that that uh, warrant process. Like, no American for sure. And most likely, no foreign national should be allowed to be spied upon without some kind of oversight. What What are your thoughts on the privacy, though? Uh, is Is your phone records private? At the end of the day, I want to say it should be. I think so. But it, you know what, though, like, if I committed some heinous crime and my phone records are the key to it, I do believe I would like for someone to be able to get a warrant for their review to know if I did commit a crime. It's like you said with that person who started this whole thing with the Supreme Court, right? They just went and got the stuff and then nailed him, right? They, yeah. they invaded his privacy. That was correct. They violated his constitutional rights. But, in my opinion, right, and I, I'm a trained lawyer, of course, many years on the bar, um, at the bar, at the bar, I really believe, though, that if they would have got a warrant, that it would have made their case much more legitimate for why they went before we actually having obtained that information. Sure, totally. But it, they didn't. Yeah. In the end, they didn't need it. 
No, you're right. And, and today, it's a terrible precedent. Right. And why has this not been relitigated? Why no. is there nothing? Because it's probably to be some kind of challenge based on some other standard. And I think it's ripe for it now because of the new, like you said, the fact that social media is out there and new technology. People are waking so up. So much. And it's all out there getting you. <laughs> yeah, people are waking up to what's really going on and why it's not okay. Because, again, we'll go back to that word, that turnkey tyranny. Like, if you're a Trump supporter, sure, you maybe be okay with this right now, knowing Trump's behind the realm. Were you okay with it when Obama was? I mean, for us, flip it. I don't like any of it. No. I don't, I don't want... If I do something wrong, if I'm a person of interest, sure, get a get a warrant. Find out that crap, you know? Yeah. But why are you just bulk collecting it? And and why do I have no say in what's collected? You know, what you going to do with it? Why, do I, why can't I opt out out of certain things? Why do you have to lump everything into it? Mm-hmm. And what, what to was, no end. Right. What was the app that was listening? Do you remember? To uh, me? With Courtney? I don't know what app listened. But I I mean, she didn't tell me, but I'm assuming it was probably Instagram or Facebook popped up a sponsored ad for yeah, something. That's just, you know, and why would Instagram <coughs> be listening? Instagram pops up all kinds of ads for our enterprise for me because I do searches on I other know. things on my Safari. Did you want to get into a little bit of that uh, in that, or do we want to save that for another episode? I think it might be good to save it just based on the fact that I want to learn some more about the challenges we're experiencing now so that we can fully explain everything we've come to. Yeah, I will say, just to preemptively give a little bit of it, yeah. um, I have a certificate in small business management. You have a master's in business, and uh, we are finding starting a business to be riddled with unnecessary hurdles. To qualify this, I earned a master's in business management and administration, and my bachelor's is the same thing. So I can manage and administer, but I was not an entrepreneurship major. <laughs> that was my more my thing, and even still, I, I took I small business Your management. Your point is well I taken, took, man. We're well educated. We thought we were well covered on this. And, I mean, it's very easy to just jump in and even... Uh, it, you're just going to make mistakes when you haven't done things before. That's what I've chalked it up to. And that's what we want to really document. Like, we don't know, uh, we don't know where the business lands completely yet. yet. We will. But we will be able to present to you a really solid and interesting story about what it really, really takes to start a business. Yeah, and I think one that's geared toward... Small business. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. toward more of like a, you know, uh, earth-friendly, we're trying to not do any harm kind of thing. And Honestly, the, the struggles we're going would be anybody. Yeah, no, no, I just mean that in terms of, like, uh, the the general purpose of it. Like, we're not trying anything extravagant. It's just a oh, normal... right. Yeah, right, 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 exactly. Something low-key. Something yeah. you think, really, is it that hard? Yeah, it's that hard. It's really that right. hard. They, they, they make <laughs> hoops, you know, that you have to jump and do put on a show. <laughs> uh, so. Man, 50 minutes. This is our shortest show yet. Yeah, well, hey all good it we is got some all good. good yeah we had a really good topic i think and i hope everybody enjoyed that 
Yeah, this is solid. And I would honestly love to know what everyone thinks. I mean, do you think... Are you comfortable with the bulk data collection? Do yeah. you think there should be any... Uh, any any caveats that we should be able to put on what data is given? Do you think it's your data because it's about you? Are you comfortable that people can obtain these scanner things that will get all your information? Yeah, that was honestly the scariest thing for me. The fact that the police are using it. I mean... If they can buy these things, I'm sure there's a black market to get Did I tell you the Google thing? What? Did I, even, I didn't mention the Google thing, did I? Google... Oh, Google, uh, they drive around mapping, oh, yeah. right? Yep. And they also map your Wi-Fi. Yep. And they are able to know where you are based on proximity of people's Wi-Fi because there are apps out there that will let you piggyback off certain Wi-Fis and stuff like that. Yep. Oh, more ways to track you. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I heard that one, too. Yeah, that was in the cell phone minutes. It's I didn't want to get too far off track. So, so. much. How is this all unregulated? <laughs> it's because it's done out of fear. Anything that says America in it or, uh, what's the other big word? National security. National security, stuff like that. Those are the bills you really need to focus more on and, and try to think, like, I don't know. You need to not be scared. I, I know that's hard because terrorist attacks are scary. Yeah. Like, we... We weren't in New York. We were in high school in the middle of America when 9-11 happened. But it was scary. I mean, they canceled, like, silly stuff. They canceled our football games. They canceled a lot of stuff. Like They were worried about terrorist attacks. Right. Yeah, Little did they a, know we'd still be having them. I know. I know. And, again, at what point do we say, this hasn't helped, so why are we still doing it? Yeah, it's like the drug, the war on drugs. Same thing. Yeah. Last Pharmaceuticals. Thing, last thing. This is great. Sorry to wrap up with this. The debates. Yeah. I got to watch them because they were on ABC. Nice. Which they should all be on a public channel where everyone can watch them because it's... For the people. It's for the people. It makes no sense that, the, that these are money-making things for for companies. I'm. They need to fix that. That's the first law. When I get into politics, that's what I'm going to do day one. Here and um, but I, I think that things are getting interesting. The Iowa caucus was a complete and utter failure, it blew up terribly. Uh, right now, I think they're still saying Buttigieg came out, yeah, ahead with one more uh vote, uh, caucus percent, right? Well, he got oh, delegates, yes, he got one more delegate count than Bernie did. So, I didn't see Buttigieg coming out ahead in Iowa. That one was a shock to me. I thought Bernie was going to take it away. I, I thought Biden was going to probably be second. Yeah, Biden came in fourth is what they're saying. Yeah, I'm not disappointed in that. I just am a little bit shocked. Yeah, Biden's debate tonight was, uh, again, he just didn't move me any way, shape, or form. And, and they were throwing... Buttigieg under the bus. Of course they were. They're afraid of him now. Well, even the moderators were really trying to nail him down on, uh, they said, during your tenure as mayor or whatever, why had the arrest for African Americans for marijuana possessions gone up? Because he was in direct control of that. I know, I know. Why? And, and that's <laughs> that's where we're through the looking glass. Why can't yeah. he say racism does not have a simple answer? Well, racism know? doesn't exist within but just... Ne but neither do a lot of complex 
things is all Correct. I was trying to say. Yeah. Like, that's not a simple answer. No. Maybe they went up for white people that year too because there was a massive influx of cheap weed or something. You know, who mm -hmm. knows? Yeah. Like correlation and causation. Yeah. Very different. These are our thoughts. These are our thoughts. And uh, I hate to jinx us, but I, I think next week's going to be solid for us. Yeah. We had a whole show planned, and then Brent threw this out there. And I was, like, into it, because I was just... It's easy to get it wrapped up into, because it's your life. Like, I'm carrying this thing on me right now. I know. Like, what is it doing to me? I know. It's vibrating right now. Yeah, I, I, it's not a, a surprise, right? We can talk about our other show we're doing. The bugs, sorry. Oh about yeah, bugs. Go for it. Yeah, we're basically just trying to do a show on the um, uh, on the pests that are destroying the forests of America. Yeah. And from an, uh, an ecological Invasive standpoint, species, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so it's the emerald uh, borash, ash borer. I always mix it up. Sorry, borash. Sure. Yeah. And then there's another uh, long horned beetle that's destroying like maples and stuff i'm probably getting the names wrong there but um help us out entomologists yeah so that hopefully will be next week's show because it was pretty much all done it just wasn't exciting it didn't pair well with impeachment yeah we're gonna do that we're gonna keep branching off do some different things politics is our lives and very interesting but i think that there's a lot of other things we talk about where Looking forward to talk about New Hampshire. Hopefully we'll be able yeah, to do that. We'll definitely that. take a look at some polls, too, because i got to be honest. I'm not going to talk to you about bugs for an hour. Why, gonna, not? Why not? I know. I know, right? So uh, we'll throw in some different things, some different uh, segments, if you will, yeah. and uh, put together a good show for you. So please come back, tune in, share us. Yeah. We're really trying to get the name out there. We're like blowing up. We're blowing up on SoundCloud. That's really been like our niche right, right now. And so if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, thank you so much. You yeah. have been really motivating us to keep at this and make it fun and exciting. Yeah. If you're on Facebook watching this, we love you too. But throw us a comment, all right? And right. share it. We know who you are. <laughs> and if you're on YouTube, I think we're about to start advertising on YouTube because we've been doing Facebook we're gonna try some uh, mix it up, some Google advertising. Yeah, especially after this issue, because I'm sure they've listened to it. Yes, and uh, everyone's listened to it a bit. Everybody <laughs> already. Everybody. So watch for us in our congressional hearings, and uh, if you don't see us there, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Have a nice day. Have a nice week. Take care.